What up, what up? I'm Adrian Young. I'm Ali Shaheed Muhammad. And we are The Midnight Hour. And you are listening to Mega Late Show. Skirt. <laughs> He's youngin' up in here. <laughs> we gotta get that demographic. <laughs> hey yo, what up? Welcome back to another installment of the Mega Late Show. This is part two of our episode with DJ Tag slash producer tag slash former MC tag. He's a good homie of ours and uh, used to be an independent underground rapper. And you guys probably heard that if you listened to the first part of episode 113 with him. Uh, we just continue it this time. Me and my guest host, Somyaku. Uh, and part two of the podcast is always uh, musical shares. Uh, so we dropped some new joints that we wanted to share on this. Some uh, grown folks, some Sky Zoo, and man, I can't remember the the name of the joint that Rory played, but it's super dope. Uh, also, we had a little bit of fun. We decided that we would play a song, each play songs from 2000 and 2000. Actually, uh, we each picked a song that we thought featured a perfect rap verse and three tracks that were perfect rap beats and uh, i think tag definitely won the perfect rap beat joint so tune in for that it's really intriguing only tracks from the year 2000 uh also we talk about pop music we talk about rapping we talk about whether or not we would take all the music from the 90s or all the music from the 10s there's a little debate about that a little combo but yeah just overall check it all out tune in to uh their uh world living room radio shit that they're doing right now uh more details about that at the end of the podcast and um yo i didn't realize there was talking on this uh, chris keys beat let me bring it back yeah just a little bit while i can continue to talk to y'all um i've got another episode coming out with more people i don't know i'm gonna keep it at that man uh i'll be talking too much i need to i think i'm gonna change it up and not do these intros anymore i was just testing something out but yeah mega late show 113 dj tag somyaku mega late show forever Didn't even show you know, up. I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple sex workers um, who are also uh, jav artists, uh, Japanese adult video artists. Is that right? That's, or performers? Mm -hmm. And and I'm like, oh my god, that's Rie. Oh, so you've actually yeah. yeah I've seen this it. is this is one of yeah. the areas that yeah they uh they deploy they have some them. studios here and yeah stuff, they right? deploy them especially this little hotel that's around the corner. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, if you just post up there and you know you're drinking outside, you'll see uh you know notable see, women's nice. coming in and out. And because I am a scholar. See that you, you, oh, you, you that? Well, What are you talking about? The Jap sex stars? workers, uh, right. the Japanese porn stars. A lot of them are AB. in this area. AB style. Uh, they use these love hotels to do the, the productions. No, not well. Maybe, maybe mm. some of the productions, but no, they actually are also uh, delivery health workers. Uh, you know, they're sex, okay. they're okay. sex workers too. And uh, you, you know, you can. Some I, I can, them, yeah. There's a there's a website that I'm aware of that you can just go and <laughs> you just scroll. No, yeah. So I remember seeing like so like my favorite star, uh, she retired from making um, movies, but she was supposedly working uh, delivery health uh. 
and so like I found the site or whatever, but then it had like a, a note that said, you know, like sorry, no guy kokuji. Oh, oh, like, oh which, which, which store is that? Uh, uh, Asami Yuma. No, it's Erika Momotani. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't or, even know those names. Oh, she's from. Um, like, she's I mean, from. We're not recording this, are we? Okay. Yeah, she's, we are. It's on. <laughs> she's from. Um, she's from Kanazawa, actually, which okay. is my other favorite city. So. Oh, okay. My hope is that maybe someday I'll be like walking along Katamachi and Kanazawa, just come and across just her, just run into her, and be like, hey, and she'll be like, hey, and, you know. Well. Hey, man. Um, you know, shout out to them. All, all yeah. sex workers, you know, keep it all safe. Sa- you yeah. Know? Yep. Keep stars. I know that they were hit hard by the uh, economic depression due to Ooh, the coronavirus. Right. So True. it's good to see them out on the streets making money again. Yep. Mm. You know, just be safe about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my whole area is just kind of like a like it's like the Moss Eisley. Of, it's one like, of the yeah. hive of scum and villainy. Key areas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, you know, uh, all things considered, especially being like a fucking person from America and not the nicest places. Yeah, yeah, this is completely safe. Yeah, I this send my is, wife outside right. at four o'clock in the morning. Mm. You know, you're not worried about a thing, and she'll be straight. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I don't know. Mega Late Show episode number one hundred thirteen. I guess we'll just start <laughs> with that, with that conversation. I don't know. There Maybe we we'll cut it down a little bit. We'll see if there's anything in there that's <laughs> like a little bit too goon-like. But you know, uh, yeah, Mega yeah. Late Show episode one thirteen. Toko Hip Hop and Creative Culture. We've got the homies here today. Hit us with the introduction. Yeah. So, what was it? What was I gonna say? By the way, for yeah, this introduction. Yeah. Just say hello. Oh. <laughs> this is my <laughs> name. I'm this person. All right. Hello. This is Somiaku, or aka Kaz. Could be easy to remember. Um, I'm a DJ. And that's it. No, no, we don't need to do Boom. anything. Sorry. We're gonna we're gonna tell them all about the radio show at the beginning intro. We'll record that right after. And he'll cut all this out. Yeah. Mm. No, I'm going to keep this shit. Nice. I'm with yeah. it. All right. Introduce yourself, Rory. Hi, Minasan. What's up? I'm Rory. I go by DJ Tag, and I like rap music and a lot of other music, and we're going to talk about it. Word. That's right. Two of my favorite DJs here in the studio. Go back and definitely check out the episode that we have with Kaz. Um, I'll put it in the show notes, whatever number it was. But they did the episode uh, as the breakdown crew. And we talk a lot about the history of that that uh, event in Tokyo. And we'll talk a little bit more about it maybe this time as well. And let you guys know the future of it, perhaps. But right now, we mostly just share a bunch of music for this part of the podcast. And, and, and talk shit about things that we like i'm with it and i wanted right. to get i wanted to talk to you a little bit uh more about um if i recall correctly dj tag you said that you started making house music again yeah? i did yeah so or again or you started no no making just it. started from scratch so i've made beats for years um right so we, we talked in in the previous session right started as a as an mc eventually became a dj but in between that in order to mc mm. had started into hip-hop production Word. um but yeah, so last December, they just kind of got an idea of a fun challenge. I've been like listening to as much house music and disco music in the last couple years mm. as hip hop, and so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try to make this. Like, I, I think mm. I could, you know, come up with some some stuff. And and so I picked up a, a new like MPK Akai controller and got started on it. And um, yeah, I've been working on it. The idea is to come out with some kind of project by the fall. Okay. I hope that'll happen. We were talking earlier how like coronavirus, even mm. though we have all this extra time at home, nobody is using it productively, sure. and that is me. But mm. I, but yeah, I do. I've got um, a, f- a few tracks that I'm mm. working with, and the, the 
the idea behind like the, the project that I want to put out is a very much hip hop influenced house music. Okay. Um, so still like kind of that funky disco. Mm. Uh, if anybody knows like the, the defected or glitter box labels, like they're really influencing me, but I also want to bring out some of my hip hop influences. Right. So mm. like, I think the first track that I've got, um, you can even see it on my Instagram, IG at DJ tag. Boom. For a little beat challenge. Boom. Um, I have a, uh, like a, a guru vocal sample behind Boom. the beat as well. So that's the idea. I mean, it'll, it'll definitely be house music, but you're going to hear the, uh, the hip hop influences. Hopefully by the fall, I'll uh, have my shit together and get some of that out. Boom. I just like saying boom during all that. I felt like it was going to act up. Now, uh, do, do you listen to like um, Nicholas Jar against all logic? It's kind of like a weird hybrid of multiple genres, sometimes okay. very housey, sometimes like housey hip hoppy. He's really dope, man. You guys should check him out. All right. Yeah, oh, we'll check I, that out. Let me really fucking just play all it. Right. Let me let me see if I can play a track. It, he he makes all different types of music. Um so I I recommend checking out all of his different projects. Under Nicholas Jar, he makes more uh experimental music sometimes, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah, let me see. He just came out with a new album. Um, under his title Against All Logic and let me see if I can find let's see what we got here now this is a more quiet joint let me see hmm can I skip ahead? yeah go for it let me see what we got that's a Beyonce sample Okay. I think he comes from a, a jazz music theory background, okay. so his his music is uh, a little less uh, formulaic than conventional house music genres with different progressions and uh, you know subdivisions of uh, fucking music chord progressions and shit like that. You know, but yeah, he's pretty dope. This is not my jam though. Let me find a fucking jam. Like I'm really bad okay. when it comes to I'm really bad when it comes to uh, EDM music genres and recognizing the differences between your trance, yeah, uh, progressive house, you know, mm. house and deep house and all these things. Shit so, is all dance, right? Like, what is this? I don't know. We dude. don't know yet, right? Yeah. Because it's like yeah. the, the drum time signature hasn't been established right. within a certain BPM range, mm-hmm. which matters in yeah. EDM, right? Right. And also like uh, the kind of progression of right. the melody and things haven't been established. Right. So, but like, yeah. And I mean, there's some there's some artists that like do great stuff like in that yeah. spectrum. Like, you don't know exactly where it is, and yeah. it's somewhere in between. Um, like, K Tronada comes yeah. to mind. Uh, sure, uh, sure. As, as an artist like that's a, right there in that era. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't yeah, know exactly yeah. what to classify yeah. him as, yeah. but. But this shit it's is beautiful. This shit is really dope. You hear like the vocal sample come in, it's like Yeah, this is something like a DJ's like. Yeah. Like a very yeah. DJ friendly truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this very is like seven minutes with multiple movements and nice. Right. You know, but let me turn it up a little bit. Let me get a little funky here. so dope though man I really like this song a lot do you have any of your uh, house music Rory um yeah actually I might be able to pull uh 
Yeah, feel free to plug yeah, in. Yeah, give me man. just one sec. Yeah. Let me see, I, I'll, I'll actually pull the one that, that I threw on uh, threw on IG real quick. Okay. Yeah. If I can let's, find it. Let, let's uh, see where this goes for another second. Though. So, this is house. To me, it's yeah. House, housey. I mean, I don't know what house, but right. it's somebody's yeah. like living quarters, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, it's like, I, I don't even know what's not EDM anyway, right. so... <laughs> well, you know, like, I used to consider guys like Prefuse and Flying Lotus, like, they're wow. hip-hop cats, Prefuse but... 73. Yeah, Prefuse 73, Flying Lotus. I used to consider them IDM. With like, they used to call it intelligent dance music. So it was ah, like, okay, it's like okay. headphone music, but, like, danceable, too. And nobody likes that term, IDM, because it sounds pretentious as fuck, right? right. Intelligent dance music. But for a long time, instead of just saying hip hop, Daedalus, you know, uh, Gaslamp Killer, mm. Prefuse, these type of guys were IDM artists to me. And and kind of that's this too, because this, like like a K Trinata uh, album or a Daedalus or a Flying Lotus album, there is not a consistency in like the drums, the yep. time signatures, or like the general sound palette. They move all over the place and largely a lot of it is sample based. So because of that there's so much variation in right. in, in the music itself. So where let me come up all off right. of this and here we go. I'll I'll let I got one here. Hold up. Here we go. Let me let me Hey. Right, so you hear that guru back there. Mm. Let it ride till it breaks down. Hey, there we go. I'm fucking with it, Rory. I'm not much of a house guy. You know who got me really liking house more? I think he's being around Brooklyn Terry's ass, man. Oh, yeah, no you doubt. You know what I mean? Like, just the uh, being at Speakeasy is kind of, you're going to get hit with that. And, and one of the things that's ill about it is, like, it sounds good. But when you see Brooklyn Terry fucking killing it with the dance moves, mm, you, right. you're like, okay, I could, you know. Kill this shit, Roy. You got this got a name? Not yet. It's still still being worked on, but I feel like satisfaction yeah. is a little bit too on the nose, right? Satisfaction from the street yeah. crowd reaction. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to make it for. You House guys, music for the streets. I don't right. know. Well, you fuck with like uh, Seven Davis Jr. Yeah, yeah. He's dope. Yeah. yeah. It's not like this so much, but it's like you know, mm. it's dope. It's dope. Yeah. But anyway, so that kind of gives an idea. Like, I mean, it's it's definitely like dance music, but you hear the influences, right? So I, I like I, I even pulled some like old like wild style mm. instrumental drums like to to ride in the background. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the guru vocal. Um, Oh, word. I'm just putting on some more beats in the background for yeah. us to our, our little musical bed. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's dope. So you got a project perhaps coming out towards the end of the year? The idea is to fall. It, like we said, when we went into the coronavirus lockdown, I'm like, I got all this time. I'm going to have it ready by summer and, and all that. But no, we're probably back on the, the, the regular schedule, okay. hopefully by the fall. But I'm trying to do it right. Like the, the hope is maybe even like press up a 45 or 12 inch okay. or something, like get it mastered properly. And I mean, there's... There's a million people doing beats on SoundCloud, and there's some amazing stuff out there. Uh, but I, I want to put in the extra effort and like you know come up with like a real physical product sure. with it. Nice. Word, word. Okay. 
Well, I'm excited to hear it, man, even though I don't really, uh, I'm not really a house guy like that. It will turn you yeah. into one. Well, you know, I like all music genres. Right. Well, maybe that's that's the wrong thing to say. I like a lot of music genres, and even in the ones that I don't like, I know that there's good music within those genres. You can have respect for them without. That, that I could enjoy. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's rare. In fact, I tend to be a person that uh, the pop music genres are the ones that kind of are least interesting to me just because it seems like uh, so formulaic to me. Like trap beats, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a little bit oversaturation of that 808 and specific uh, kind of drum drum loop for trap beats. It right. just seems like it'd be like the equivalent of somebody just using the funky drummer break right. for fucking the last, you know, for five years and shit. Right. But a lot of it. then again, I mean, New Orleans Bounce is pretty mm-hmm. much built off of one sample, and okay. that's a whole movie. I, I can sure. listen to that until I die. Like, yeah. I love that. But it, it really depends on you right. know, what the... What the genre is. I heard a really good song today by a cat named Lil Baby. Um, and, 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 you know, the, the, don't let the name fool you. Like, uh, it's, it's a song about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. He's making a lot of really strong points, and, and, and mm. it's really honest and, and uh, y- you know, useful and, and, and dope. Uh, but the beat, it sounds like every other beat that I've right. probably ever heard. And that's kind of where it kind of deters me. Because mm. when it comes to rap music, man, we found out that, like, Anybody can rap. You fucking type in freestyle and fucking pool, and you'll probably find some guy near a pool talking to people, freestyling about their outfits and shit. It's like Mm -hmm. that type of rapping is like, eh, there's, you know, people can do it, you know, but there has to be other elements present for it to be good music to Mm -hmm. me, Mm -hmm. not just your inherent ability to rap about everything around you. Right. uh, Like, oh, yeah, we used to think that was great. Like, oh, you know, give me a topic and I'll rap about it. That was and like uh, a, that yeah. was our magic trick. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, like, li- like, give me five words, and yeah. it's still something that uh, people do. And it's man, does Kaz on the podcast, right? Oh right. shit, you oh, on the right. podcast? And then oh, you gotta shit. bring it back with the girl yeah. that pulled out right. like a Garfield picture or some shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and and like that's dope for it being like freestyle. It's a cool it's party also, trick. Yeah, yeah but it, it is. It is the party trick though, and and I guess that that's where uh, the pop genres sound very formulaic mm-hmm. to me. And, and usually pop music, pop music is always downstream from subculture. You know, right. it's always. Okay. So you hear Yeezus by Kanye, and that is just like a bunch of pieces from other things that he's also heard. It's a piece mm. of Death Grips mm-hmm. here and a piece of TV on the radio here. Right, and, you right. Know, so uh, of all the music genres, I'm probably the most dismissive of pop country. <laughs> or or, no or okay. pop country and pop music in general. I've, mm. I've only heard one Billie Eilish song. Oh, I love Billie Eilish. She's actually, really I'm a huge, huge fan, and I'm so disappointed because we like we lined up tickets for her concert. So mm. my daughter's also like a super fan, fan. But the more I got into her, um, read some interviews about kind of like how her and her brother make music, yeah. and she is. She is the perfect pop star because she like really stands against mm. all this stuff. So sure. I encourage you to read. She had a, a, an interview right. in Rolling Stone. I like spent like an hour in the T site a few mm. weeks before, you know, pre-COVID, just kind of reading all about her. Right. But basically, like everything you hear from her is her and her brother recording in her brother's right. bedroom. Like they've never to this day. She's biggest pop star in the world. Mm. Doesn't go to a studio. She records right. everything in the house 
with her brother, right. uh, who's an amazing producer. And I, I get it's not everybody's sound, mm. but there's no denying uh, for me, anyways. There's no denying the talent. Well, so shout yeah. out to Billie Eilish, Phineas. That's love that's the that's the kind of thing about like uh, pop music, right? Yeah. Uh, pop music is is it's a genre and a formula for making music, mm-hmm. but it's also uh, an amount of awareness that your music has and shit, right? right. So mm-hmm. if Aesop Rock decides and be blows up overnight and becomes a pop star, it doesn't make his music pop music but it's pop yeah music. pop is you know yeah, what i mean it's, it's hip-hop pop has come around and, to that and of course like within that that kind of spectrum of of the genre definitions you got exactly. you got a person like Billie eilish who is uh almost uh, you might want to say like organic mm-hmm. organic pop music then you have free range pop music people who are able to make their music that is pop like a maybe like a beyonce you know right, she's a right. free range pop artist mm-hmm. and then you have like the factory farmed pop artist and that's like that's the challenge yeah you know you have it like so we have this genre we're gonna find you and make you fit this genre right. you know for a certain mm-hmm. image versus somebody that you know starts in one thing mm-hmm. happens to become big and now that's right. pop music so like basically pop music has adapted to the artist mm-hmm. which is a good thing but when an artist is adapted to pop music right that's a different thing it's kind of it's kind of the grossest thing about k-pop right uh, that that late stage capitalistic mm-hmm. approach to absolutely like crafting this this artist right that there's right. no there's no art artistry there so to speak there's talent but this is something that is like a, a top-down uh hege- hegemic fucking structure that they're they're teaching you the dance moves they're putting you together they're making you be friends with mm. people they're fucking uh, you know yeah. like you're an idol you're a god you but can't have a boyfriend controlled. you can't have a girlfriend you know, and, and that's kind of like the kind of the probably the furthest end result of late stage capitalism on music right right right. and and it doesn't mean that bts doesn't slap you know it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that bts is not going to have people that like it but it just means that there's a significant difference in the artistry as compared to a beyonce or Billie eilish right right Mm. so i don't know i don't I, i i don't know how bts sounds i don't know how Billie eilish sounds because I just haven't listened yeah. to it. No, I, I, don't, I don't have a curiosity it. towards it. But I think I saw a post of yours that said something like Billie Eilish is kind of like run the jewels for kids or some shit. Did you did you say that? No, I didn't say that. No. But did somebody <laughs> who said that it. then? I don't know. I, I it thought you said could something well about be, that. though. I thought you, you mentioned something about that. But run the jewels for kids, like kids bop run the jewels. That's hard as fuck. Yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> that would um, be ill. Yeah. Yeah. No. She's 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 hard she's though, good. man. I'm I'm a fan. I mean, yeah. and my daughter. What I love is like, my my daughter is very different music taste, but mm-hmm. I, like I love that. I mean, she's nine years old now, and she's kind of finding her own music. And it's not. I mean, Billie Eilish is huge, but it's not like huge with like third graders. Sure. But she's standing her own. Sure. You know, Billie the, Eilish, everything. The, and, and the all content that in her is class. not uh, questionable. You don't you don't have any issues with what she's saying. No, she's. I mean, she's like dark and you know edgy, but sure. not so edgy that. You, okay. You don't want. She's not inspiring kids to be fucking all like no. self-referent, like nothing yeah. like okay. that. Uh-uh. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, shit. Fuck it. Let's play some more music. Oh well, maybe we should go into uh, the focus that I wanted to focus on today, right? Let's hit I w- it. I wanted to three things. We're going to share three right, tracks yeah. each, right? Mm-hmm. A random track of anything we wanted to share and, and do that, and you might could say that Rory and I have already done that, but we'll give ourselves a second chance. Okay. And I wanted to so a random track, and then I the the question I posited was play 
a song from the year 2000, 20 mm -hmm. years ago, mm -hmm. that you would consider a perfect verse for a perfect beat, right? Okay. And so that was kind of the idea. And because the kind of nebulous way that uh, music is released, we gave ourselves some wiggle room for the end of 99 mm -hmm. and the beginning of 2000. Or 2001, rather. So who wants to go first, man? Who wants to share? Should we do should right. we do beat or should we do... I'll do let's do the random track. Okay, random I track first. Okay. Yeah, let me, let me come down on this and you can... Come in whenever. All right, so some Japan link. We've talked a little bit uh, recently about the uh, the project uh, Wardrobe by uh, Shaman Cassette and uh, Japan Drew. And at some point, maybe we'll get the chance to review the whole thing, but but I want to drop this because uh, there is the Japan connection. Uh, mm. So uh, Shaman Cassette used to go by Tiger, used to live close to here in Camp Zama, you know, kind of in that, right. in that circle. Um, he's gone on to do some amazing, like, style and music. Also has a hip house project out right now, but the one I'm going to play... Okay is uh, this track called Metal Jackets mm. from their new project. Let's do it. Yeah, we were supposed to review this, but uh, couldn't get everybody on board for the times. I recall this. the mainstream if you told me this came out in 98 i would believe it maybe that's why i love it so much i mean it's cleaner than a beat would be from back when i think from an independent artist but yeah, still has that feel though it kind of has that dust on it that you, that you like. anyway check it's out this dope. whole project only five dollars and fifty cents uh. off Bandcamp, um and i think they have some physical merch as well for it so Anyway, hit that up. You know, I listened to the whole project uh, when you sent it to me, and I thought it was really dope. I was looking forward to reviewing this, but we just uh, we never got it all together for all of us to, to sit down and do it. I, I should purchase that because uh, I like to support independent artistry. Okay, let me just put on something real quick while we figure it out. Okay, so that's your random track. That's my random. You got a random uh, track? Yeah, so uh, random track from the 2000. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, any, anything, anything you want to play. Anything. Oh, I'll, I'll play mine if you still. Uh, think yeah, about your, I, your I got one from 2000, but there was like not not really my best to choose. Okay. So yeah, I, yeah I mean, you could pick a new track that yeah, came no, out pick, yesterday, or right. just or, pick you know, any whatever. anything you want to play. Yeah. We get to I'll, play. I'll, a few uh, songs. I'll go ahead okay. and, uh, and play uh, a song okay. while you figure that out. 
Um, and the song that I'm gonna play is off of uh, Sky Zoo. Actually, just released uh, a new album yesterday, Friday, as we recorded this, and it's called Milestones. And um, I think it's largely about his relationship with his parents growing up, his father's, uh, his relationship with his son now, who's also named uh, Miles after you know Miles fucking Davis. And there's a lot of really good tracks on this. Uh, there's one uh, called Turning Ten, where Obviously, it's about like turning 10 years old, right. and his place at the time. He's got duffel bag weekends where he talks about living with his mom, living, w- uh, going to his mom's house, going to his dad's house, back and forth through two parents and his stepdad. But because it is Father's Day tomorrow, hey, shout out to uh, the fathers, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's got a song on here called A Song for Fathers. So I'm going to go ahead and just Let's plug that in. Yeah. Even though it's not my favorite of the songs that I just listed, I think Duffel Bag Weekends is kind of harder, yeah. but it's Father's Day, so it's let's timely. Do it. Yeah. And you know, he loves jazz. He just came out with that jazz uh, collaboration album with Dumbo Station. Yo, I already and love this. Yeah. yeah, it's dope, though. And he's one of the best rappers. It back then, but even more now. <laughs> it's easier to fill it when it's your child. When forever is the only thing you want now. Middleman with the baton, pass it on down. Pass what he gave me to mind in due time. From how to put a fist in the air to shooting five. To how to not give in the fear when the blues arrive. He said my only job was making sure you survived. Duly noted, <laughs> all the direction that you was throwing. I might not have known where it led, but I knew the motive. So all the conversations that might have turned into more. Some skateboard was shit, man. I want to go skate. Word. My friends never had they pop, so you became it. Yours died when you was a child, so you related. <laughs> Told us that everything you are and what becomes of you is usually everything that be in front of you. Believe it. Young and do believe it. Superhero dad, Kate Son, nah, we get. And this one is a song for my father, let the radio repeat it. The song for my father, let the radio repeat it. The song for my father, let the radio repeat it. Like every day's Father's Day weekend. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. That production is so lush. Mm. Who knows if it's sample or if it's live instrumentation, but I don't know. fucking clean. I, I close my eyes and I just see like P Rod skating or something like that. I don't know. It's hot. Sky Zoo's so good for that, man. Like he's a. I, I really do believe that he's one of the best uh, MCs out right now. Uh, just his ability to paint pictures. Mm. It's uh, it's like a it's it's like adult contemporary boom bap. You know what I mean? It's it's right. a type of music that you would expect. Uh, you know, uh, a 50-year-old Jay-Z to make if he wasn't a black Republican. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that type of shit. Like, it, it, it's focused on a lot of things that the everyday man would, would experience. You know, the working class family. Right. It's the same type of shit that... Uh, it's almost a new genre now. Mm. It, or, or a new sub-genre. It's the, it's the shit that, you know, Fonte is putting out. The new little brother type of shit. It's the shit that Royce is talking about. There's a kind of maturity in from these you know rappers who have been in the game for 20 years mm-hmm. that is very much like working class right you know but insightful not overly political or anything like that just good rap yep shout to sky zoo yeah it's 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 ill i i definitely recommend checking it out i've only listened to the album twice and that was this morning but it's good it's kind of embarrassing to me but uh for the long time i thought his name is a skizo <laughs> Shout out to Skizo though, man. Skizo, what's up? I'm sure there's a Skizo somewhere out right? there. It's He's a in long the time until like a today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sky Zoo. Uh, uh, we had him on the podcast too, and he explained where he got his name from. I guess it was like a prog rock band. Okay. In, in the uh, in, in the like 70s that he found out when he was like younger, and he's like, "Yo, I like that name." 
Maybe it was like because his name is Skyler. Ah, uh, so okay, okay. Skyler, oh. and he's like Sky Zoo, so, so it fit. Nice. Yeah, mm. yeah word. But check that out. That right. one's called Milestones. Do do your Googles. Random tracks on the yeah. Mega Late Show. Yeah, you know what Episode I mean. Episode one one three. Father's Day, like yep. Yep. you know, every other day except Father's Day is Mother's Day. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Well every said. single day, day. Yep. 364 days a year is Mother's Day. But that one day, Father's Day, you might just want to turn this on. Yeah. No, this would be a good book. I always listen to Be a Father to Your Child on Father's Day, but mm. now I got, you know, something else to add okay. to the rotation. Yeah. Maybe Shout put together to, the playlist. You know, G, but two, two songs yeah, deep. This might work. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, There's probably another to one. To tomorrow. There's probably another one. You want to come right. in now, Kat? Sure, sure. Um, speaking of the name, though, um, I actually don't know how to pronounce his name. His name is a G-R-X-W-N-F-X-L-K-S. That's Elon Musk's new baby, right? <laughs> right? I don't know. Grown folks. Yeah, it's got to be grown folks. Grown folks. Let me see. Yeah. It's just instead of the O's, it's X. Oh, yeah. That's grown, grown folks. folks. All right. Let's hear this. Okay. Speaking of adult contemporary, I'm, yeah. I'm was going to pick up the, the Miyachis, actually, but it's kind of too heavy. But this one is actually good. Miyachi just came out with something, right? I think yeah, I saw that, a music that, video. That's a really good one, but it's, yeah? but it's pretty fucking heavy. So not, okay. Not okay. So, but uh, no, this grown folks is actually good. Okay. Uh, I've never heard of right, this. Boom. Is it a person or a crew? Masai Turner. Masai oh. Turner. I love it already. Yeah. There's way too much good music now. I'm making fool of statistics. Oh, Foolish shit. and vicious. Masai survives from grueling conditions. Like surprises provide a fire and fuel for his missions. Make moves in the distance to get digits and food on them dishes. Dig it. Dig it. That's almost like a MF Doom feel to it. Yeah. The register of his voice almost has that quality. Mm. Right, no doubt. Others die while they awaiting its survival. I found my savior in the basement and some vinyl never wasted just in case live every day since like the final I know. Check clear bills paid, celebrate, celebrate. Fridge full, kids good, celebrate, celebrate. Woke up, sunshine, celebrate, 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 celebrate. Check clear bills paid, celebrate, celebrate. Fridge full, kids good, celebrate, celebrate. Woke up, sunshine, celebrate, 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 celebrate. So this is new, like like con- like contemporary, like come out within the last few years. This is like a something like a D rundown ads on IG, like somehow, you know, like all this ads on IG is like some like a dating website mm-hmm. or some products that you you know just googled like mm-hmm. ten seconds ago or some shit. But this just came up on my IG, huh? As like ads. So and it's new like, shit. Then. I'm a fan. Yeah. Word. No, it sounds dope. It's kind of what I was just talking about. Like, this is some grown folks type of shit. You know, it's like a, no doubt. it's almost a, a new subgenre of of hip hop. I, I don't know if this really existed uh, in the '90s like that. Like this type of just every everyday man type of approach to rap. You know, you you think about a song like um like Bone, right? Right. First of the month. Like that's some oh, real everyday man type of shit. Right. No doubt. Right. Yeah. It's 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 not a pop popular. It's not like a a, a a rap song that is trying to project the image of mm. success. And that was like a, the last of that kind of era of, of music. Right. Because we went, quickly went into like the mafioso uh, rich uh, shit that, 
De La Soul was talking shit about, you know, the right. mansion rap. And, uh, you know, we had, like, Kick Push in, in the 2000 and, and shit like that. But this is, like, this is, like, uh... Some real working working guy, like working class rap. Yeah. I wonder uh, if anybody's wrote about that. The video of this is, is pretty actually dope too. Huh. Yeah. It's like I don't know I don't know why it came out on like IG ads, but mm. it's, a, it's a, such a good discovery. Yeah, I mean yeah, you know sometimes it yeah, works. Glad they sponsored it for sure. Yeah, it's made. Uh, he's. I'll, t- I'll definitely uh, you know I took note. Uh, I think it sounds dope. The beat kind of reminds me of uh, an album that I was uh, uh, a, song, a, a track from an album that I was gonna play uh, for my favorite verse. And if I can just kind of go into that once it's done, just the kind of the uh, what was that like a staccato uh, pulsing of the the melody. Mm-hmm. See, I'll just go into it. Now, this is not my perfect beat from 2000. Right, right. But you guys might recognize this from Supreme Clientele. And that's where I'm pulling my verse from. It was between this and another track. And I decided to go with this because, number one, like Ghostface is one of my favorite MCs. And I recently just got this new Ghostface book by a guy named uh, uh, Dean Van uh, Nguyen. Oh, shit. Okay, Iron Age. Yeah, he's a a writer from fucking Ireland. But uh, his parents were immigrants from, I I believe, uh, uh, Korea or Vietnam or something like that. But yeah, it's a it's a book dedic- like that specifically focuses on Ghostface and his career and uh, you know him as an artist, and it's really good. It seems to be mm-hmm. a quick read. I, I only picked it up for like five minutes, and I'm you know maybe thirty. Already halfway in. through, yeah. Yeah, but it, it's really dope. I recommend that. And I first heard about that book through uh, my favorite hip hop podcast. that is not from Tokyo, uh, the Dad Bod Rap Pod. So shout out <laughs> nice. to them. Yeah, you know, that podcast is so dope, Dad Pod, Dad Bod, Dad Bod, Rap, Rap Pod. Pod. Yeah, and they're, they're based in San Jose, which is where I, you know, uh, I was during the college years and shit, and living out there for a whole minute, so I got a, it's got a special place in my heart, and those fools are just tight, so okay. I recommend people go check out their podcast. Again, with with uh, with the Cypher podcast, uh, Sean Sitaro, with his shit being gone, they're mm-hmm. clearly, in my opinion, the best hip-hop podcast out right now, but my choice for best verse is the second verse from Ghostface on Nutmeg. All right. And I believe that this album is the capstone of 90s rap music. I think this is the last album to really capture that 90s look and kind of take us into what would become the 2000s. Okay. I think this is kind of like a... How can I say it? It kind of was an underground rap approach to making a breakout album, a blueprint, Mm -hmm. like a Jay-Z blueprint before the blueprint came out. So you have tracks like... uh, you have tracks like the joint that I just played, Stroke of Death, which is abstract, strange, weird approach. And then throughout the whole album, there are these kind of like breakout type of tracks that are still strong and more conventionally hip-hop-ish. Like the, right. the woo approach mm-hmm. to hip-hop. Mm. And it was before we got Gravel Pit, 
You know what I mean? It's right, before right. we took that turn. And you have songs like One, Apollo Kids, and uh, uh, what is it? Shayla Ghost? Yeah, Shay Shayla Ghost. Yeah. yeah, right? And so the the lyrics on this shit are fucking strange. But here it goes. After this chorus, this bridge break or whatever. It's so strange. I heard he wrote this in Africa. At a certain time, I'll explain after. Spiced out Calvin Coolidge. giraffe ribs nice. it's just like a so abstract and i think this is ghost at his finest moment this uh-huh. is kind of highlighting him as like the supreme smart dumb cat right you know what i mean like like the the, the smartest guy in the room that don't really breed yeah because you know i mean, I mean? It, right jizza the genius gets all the credit right. for being the genius right I, I, I think ghostface probably actually is and in a lot of ways i think that because I don't understand half of what Ghostface sure. is saying. I'm right. just not. He, he's either crazy or I'm not on his level. It, Considering how big he's become and how much right. he's done, I'm going to say I'm just not quite there yet, but I'm trying. Maybe his, I'll read the his, book. His music gets a lot more conventional in his rhyme right. patterns later in his career. Mm-hmm. The work that he did with uh, Adrian Young and, and things like that. But this joint right here, I, I, I don't believe in like a greatest MC of all time. Right. And in the sense that like this is the one number one guy. Right. I believe that there is a through like there's moments in time where an MC embodies like the the best at the moment. You know, right. It, 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 it passes through people. Yeah. It, but it nobody can hold that. You, yeah, right. you can't right. hold it forever. And, and, right? it and so like Andre has it and then it mm-hmm. goes at this particular time in hip hop history. I believe Ghostface is the greatest lyricist and the greatest rapper on okay. the planet at this moment. As this album comes out and the, the months that ripple out after it, I believe he was the most influential and most kind of like heralded guy at the time. Mm. And that's with Andre 3000 versus coming off of Stankonio. And right, that's right. with Eminem's, um, you know, Marshall Mathers album coming out during the same year. Yeah, they, they were all in. Yeah, I, I, I all, feel all like Ghost had the that juice period. at that at this particular moment. And um, I think it's, it's my favorite Ghost project. And uh, I, I definitely recommend that people go and read uh, the Pitchfork uh, Classic Albums review that was done by Jeff Weiss a few years back. Where right, he gives, right. He gives this album a perfect 10, and it's some of the best hip-hop writing that I've mm-hmm. ever read. It, it is really like a—it'll it, it, make you agree with him okay. that it's a perfect album. So, yeah. who Who's next on a verse? All right, I'll take it. Okay. Um, yeah, after, if you guys don't choose, I'll, I'll tell you my runner-up verse, So mm-hmm. for which, which might be more oh, I need accessible. To, I need the plug. Yeah, so for me, um, so 2000 was like 
really a, a crossroads year where a lot of artists that I had followed is like underground or or with a following, but but not super mainstream. Mm-hmm. Suddenly became that way, right? So I knew Eminem from the 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 rapping underground right. rapping freestyle show, circle sound bombing yeah so then he drops in i guess early 99 um the slim shady and then 2000 and, and that i mean blew up 2000 was i mean really the pinnacle right. marshall mathers ep um but the other key one was outcast ah. so we had all followed outcast for years mm-hmm. and i mean you already mentioned both right. andre and eminem and, and they were both for me as far as like the most like influential like major verses that that right. impacted um, and so the one that I chose, oh shit, I lost the page, hold on, was uh, from Outkast's uh, album in that area. And, can uh, I guess? What did you can got? I guess what verse? You can try. Uh, what is it? Humble Mumble, Andre's verse. No, no, it okay. is not, actually. Okay. Um, it's it, Again, it's a little more of the w- accessible ones that, that okay. blew up, just because partly because it's amazing, but but the, the influence had, it's, uh, it's Andre's verse from Miss Jackson. Ah, okay. And we'll okay. see if we can swing right notable, to it. Notable, notable. And mostly because, because um, you can feel like everything he's saying. Mm. And, and the other one that, that I chose, I went between that and also "Stan" by Eminem. Oh, okay. Because that's another one, just uh, amazing storytelling. Right. Um, and Eminem's someone like I criticize all the time because he has right. so much talent, and I don't think he did the right thing with it. Sure. But uh, yeah, I, I can't say I love any of his music. Yeah, but yeah. but. But his his lyrical ability was was amazing, and I thought Stan was like one place where he used it right. So sure. anyway, I hope I cut this to the right spot. We're gonna hear uh, Andre's verse from Miss Jackson. Okay. Good choice. The quickest muzzle, throw it on my mouth, and I'll decline. King meets queen, then the puppy love thing. Together dream about that crib with the good year swing. On the oak tree, I hope we feel like this forever. Forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. Forever never seems that long until you're grown. And notice that the day-by-day ruler can't be too wrong. Miss Jackson, my intentions were good. I wish I could become a magician to abracadabra all the sadder. Thoughts of me, thoughts of she, thoughts of he. Asking what happened to the feeling that her and me had. I pray so much about it, need some need. Pads. It happened for a reason one can't be mad So know this, know that everything's cool And yes, I will be present on the first day of school and graduation Yeah, you know, this. Yeah. Th- I was I was checking the dates, right? So mm-hmm. what I was saying about that Supreme Clientele capstone Right It, it was February, mm-hmm. February of 2000 mm-hmm. This might be the start of that the new uh, decade of rap music This came out on October 31st Yeah, it could well be yeah, so I, it, I remember it might be the kind of beginning of the trajectory. Yeah, I remember fighting with yeah. my girlfriend at the time because we, we went to the record store to pick up this 12-inch. It was still only a white label, and they only had one left, and she found it first. And we had, the, I mean, not like a serious argument, but we were all like, damn it, like, I wish they had two of these, but she got the one. But, yeah, no, it just just the, the visual and going back to the earlier segment where I said right. I got into hip-hop because of just the pure rhythm of it, right. like just the rhythm in his in his lyrics, but also the, the content mm. there at the same time. For it, me, it, that's that's the perfect verse of 2000 for me. You, you know, I I, uh, I often try to find this interview 
uh, that I heard Andre talking about the influence of Freestyle Fellowship on his style. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the Dungeon Family cats, all of them are stylers. Right. None of them sound the same. All of them approach mm-hmm. rapping uh, with a different approach, just like mm-hmm. that you know, rich avant-garde, underground, yet still gangsta mm. sound that came out from fucking Crenshaw and Exposition. Yeah, they were so kind of almost that, that, but for right. Atlanta in the South. And, so. and the, the reason I mentioned Humble Humble Mumble, I think is the name of the track, is that verse, Andre is talking about the larger public perception of what rap music is mm-hmm. and how that... Can I just... Can I get it all? Yeah, you play, play quickly. Okay. Hold on. Here we go. So poignant. Too democratic, republic bucket, we chicken nugget, we dip in the sauce like mopping bucket, blue collar scholars, who take your dollar and wipe my ass with it, you're living for the lotto, never hit it, I met a critic, I made that shit a draw, she said she thought hip-hop was only guns and alcohol, I said oh hell no, forget it's that too, you can't discriminate cause you done read a book or two, what if I looked at you in a microscope, saw all the dirty organisms living in your closet, without stopping when I pause it, to put that bitch in slow emotion, got the potion and the antidote and a quote for collision, the decision is, do you wanna live or wanna exist, the game changes every day so obsolete is the fit. And marches. Speeches only reaches those who already know about it. This is how we go about it. Got it, got it, got it. I mean, yeah, point no, it, man. Another beautiful. I mean, he's got verses sprinkled yeah. all over. Uh, that I mean, album, almost so. everything he touches at the time, yeah. right? I think you know. Any it, any year when face, Andre drops a verse could be a contender for best verse, verse of the year. Of the year. In, indeed, indeed, uh, incredible. You know, right. he, contemplating uh, a, a new Andre album is like contemplating Nirvana. Like it. it you feel like you could be so close to it, but it's so far away for that kind of peace of mind and ho- like word, word, word. Why don't you play yours, cats? I'm gonna turn on the lights since you. it's getting dark in here. Mm. Let me give you this cable here. You guys getting hot in here? Or you guys good? I'm all right. Fine. Yeah, I gotta confess that the um, I don't really have the the one for the verse though. It's because that's all good. Sure, man. it's I mean, your like song. I mean, yeah, the, back in 2000, I still couldn't actually speak English language. I don't okay. Know, even though I was in New York, I, cou- I mean, you know, it's in New York. You, you can just survive by yeah. just speaking Japanese. So good. Drop, right. some, but drop some East End and Yuri for us. <laughs> yeah. So the only track, uh, well, it's, uh, okay, a bit of a side story, the long story short, that, that 99 and 2000 is kind of like a year that I stopped listening to the hip-hop music actively because I was... I was in New York with a dream and totally disappointed because of the Hot 97. So then I started listening to the jazz more than the hip hop. Mm. So All right. the knowledge about or the opportunity to know all these like artists and albums and stuff were like really limited, especially mm. in 2000. But the only album that I bought in 2000 was the um, the Green Jacket album of the Common that has a Sixth Sense and the yeah. Light, that one. Yeah. So I shall play um, like Water for Chocolate. Another classic. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Because then the others are like, you know, that sound bombing too. My and then the others mm-hmm. are there like a 99, not too Right, right. So my, my beat is from that album, but uh, it is actually released on the Slum Village joint. Uh, All right. Here we go. Yeah. If you, if you play the one I'm going to play, I'll just switch it up well th- yeah or we just call it both yeah, like yeah, we yeah, sure. killed two birds with one stone okay uh-oh man what's that yeah bust it man yeah <laughs> yeah you could you could talk into the mic yeah, yeah okay, he's okay. going he's going to the bathroom hey you know, mega late show we take bathroom breaks here all right yeah no worries no worries shout out to toto washlets yeah you know what i mean one of the best things about japan really yeah 
why I haven't left. Yeah. Man, I was listening to uh, this album uh, recently, and yo, Common drops the f bomb quite hard on this one. It All is over, very. Yeah. It is very, and, and it was like, you know what's crazy is like, listen to it back in the day, we're like, oh, this is like conscious rap, right? This is like mm-hmm. rap music that's going to un- uplift us out of, out of you know, the struggle. And in many ways, conscious rap failed us. But, you know, like, it's, it's yeah. interesting to, it's interesting to go back to it. And uh, I'm sure he's expressed remorse for these type of lines. I mean, I know most of the artists that I listen to have. Oh, I'm if sure. they were notorious yeah. for that. Um, LP has done it, you know, Mike, uh, Killer Mike, it for just the name too but it is jarring when it comes across that right it's a good thing rappers get a pass because how often do you hear so and so that's doing all these things a tweet came out from 10 years ago where he said this well if they counted old rap songs as tweets everybody be gone but anyway shout out to common this is a lovely verse yeah Yeah. Kaz, kaz did it right yeah, this is this is really good. We communicate soon to fate of this union to the right pitch. I never call you my bitch or even my boo. It's so much in the name and so much more. This is a really this is actually my favorite common album, I think. Uh like Water for Chocolate. Yeah, maybe my favorite common joint. Yeah, that's a beautiful one. Mm. You know, this is the album where I kind of realized who Jay Dilla was. Ah, uh, okay. This okay, is the album yeah. where I realized who Jay Dilla was. Because like, you know, you heard tracks before, but I kinda never mm-hmm. put it together no, and also he was cross-eyed? jd well he was jd, yeah, was JD right? for a while right and then yeah. i kind of like mm. around this time like he kind I of like, transitioned from being jd to dilla around uh, like 90, right, 90, right. yeah and and it's like you know listening to uh passing me by it's like oh this is a really good beat mm-hmm. you know but then so is everything that rizza touches so is uh, right uh, that's how i thought about it like domino was a dope producer with mm-hmm. hyro right right and it didn't stand out to me in that way but when i heard the beat that i'm going to choose uh for my beat off of this album i was like whoa wait a second yeah mm-hmm. yeah like this is a different type of production mm-hmm. that i kind of have not heard before and there was qualities where it's like Mm. I, I didn't have the 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 you know vernacular to explain it back then because I didn't know as much as I knew about production. Mm. But I was like, something about this is kind of off. Yeah. Like mm. the drums have a different swing. They're not mm-hmm. quantized. Right, right. There, it's it's like a. You could take a soul sample and still quantize it, and it don't got as much soul. But right. something about the production was like, hmm, this is just fucking yeah. leaking soul. Yeah, pick it out. Right. Yeah, and and uh, you know, shout out. Shout out to uh to the god Jay Dilla, man. Um, let me let me pull my shit up. And uh, shit. Shout out I, to Bobby Caldwell too. Word. Right. Here, I'll just go into my shit too then. This joint. Thelonious by Slum Village. Mm. This is also mm. featured on that Common album, okay. but it was it was a it was a Slum Village track, and they're all featured on the track. Mm. But man, something the way that kind of rolling piano, and it's almost like a cheat code too, because it's not just the beat; it's also like the vocal harmonizing that kind of puts right, right. the dot you know dots the I and crosses mm. the T on it because like. Got a whole heat just to make ends meet. And it seems oh, just so space. simple, but I with you what ain't I with me. Right? How he puts the bass is like wow. his bass lines are crazy. Yeah. 
like uh, Players is also comes out this year, and that's another one of like my favorite oh, Billy Beats. Uh, to You For You is also on this joint. Um, what else is on here? Uh, yeah, just so much, so much. Get This Money, Hold Tight. Yeah, yeah all that. This, this was a good year for, for Dilla fans. Yeah. I, 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 I tuned into this later. You know, mm-hmm. I got this I got this after cuz back then we didn't get new albums the day they came out all the time. You know what I mean? Right. We had to have the homie, especially I was like what, 16 or some shit. Mm. So like going on 17 mm. and yeah, the homie had to buy it, I had to dub it, you know? Right. I only had so much money and uh, I was wasting it on bullshit like Raekwon immobility. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it worked. Uh, let me go ahead and come down on it, and then uh, Rory, if you want to come in with yours. Yeah, I hit mine. My, my beat. Can I guess? You could try. All right. L- l- let me see. Is it a dilated people's beat? You know, it was. Okay. So I had three that, that okay. I went with. Obviously, one was, was Dilla from, okay. from the Slum Village track. The other was dilated. But the more I thought about it, I'm going to go with the third one that I thought of, which I'm guessing you probably won't guess. Okay. Uh, it, it Binary Star. Oh, that's a good that's choice. A good one? Yeah, uh, I didn't really think about that. Uh, Black Alicious. Nia album. Let's, let's just let this okay, beat okay, play okay. And, uh, and, see, All right. and see what we Prodigy. got. Prodigy. Oh, wait. I forgot I got to plug this, okay. oh, shit, plug shit, this shit, in. Shit. <laughs> Here we go. Mega Late Show. Only the right choice. Man, you're throwing out like... All kinds of good ideas that I didn't think about. There's a lot. There's a lot, man. But I'm going to stand by this one. Okay. Oh, this is the fucking no doubt. I almost chose this. I forgot about it, <laughs> to be honest with you. You're right. You're absolutely right. This is this is like the battle cry for yeah. hip-hop Beautiful. Heads. Yeah, I mean, it, just, it makes everybody go crazy. It was like a different... Yeah. Different take on beats from then. Amazing lyrics too. Yeah. Every yeah, time so I hear this, day, this the hair this on my shit, arm stands up. Yeah, people are gonna get angry when you hear when you play this one. This is some real revolutionary type of music. This made you proud to be like a hip hop head and shit. Yeah. Because it was bigger than hip hop. Yeah. This is like a if there were hip-hop standards, this is a hip-hop standard. You yeah, know what I mean? absolutely. Like, this is just mm-hmm. one of those, like, like untouchably yeah. in, in the canon of greatest beats this of all time. This is the standard for making rowdy hip-hop. Right. This is up yeah. there with 93 Till Infinity, and uh, they reminisce over you as, like, a, a hip-hop beat that is just, like, no doubt. No I didn't even know this was a 2000. I mean, like, seems like a death. Yeah, so, you so know, I, I've, I've got a feeling, I, I think if... Yeah, if you get real scientific, I think this came out as a single in 99, mm. but the album was 2000, right, so I'm right. counting it because yeah. sure, want to give it its due props. You're right. Oh, I'm so mad I forgot right. about this. I, I was literally, this was really on my short list of beats. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, perfect, perfect. You got one, Kaz? Sure. The beats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2000, new millennium. Your word. 20 years before that fateful year, 2020, when the world fell apart. Yeah. And we still I mean, had we hope. would have, we endured 9-11 and all the shenanigans that yeah. came after that. Right. Yeah, but, you know, uh, 2020 is, is fucking really catapulted us into the fucking sun. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> yeah. 
right. is like the most it's it's like a slow motion reoccurring 9/11 daily. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's just like looking at the plane continuously crash into and the repeat. building into the world trade center. Yeah. Right, so this is not like really like famous one, but the only one that I can have from the two thousand the album okay. is released in nineteen ninety nine. Um the artist called the Ronnie Jordan, the guitarist, rest in peace. Mm. He died in like six years ago. Um he's like a the famous British guitarist uh label was Island. Okay. And after albums and albums like this was like his first one, you know, uh, moved to the States and released from the blue note. Mm. Um the beats is the it, so this is basically the remix of the the song called the brighter day featuring the mc called the mostef and the mm. beats by the remix by the spinner okay dj spinner dope oh i remember yeah i've heard this mm. yep. me too yep huge fan of dj spinner spinner shout out also on the podcast Back in the day, I was a huge fan of Ronnie Jordan, and especially yeah. by moving to New York, by turning on the Hot 97, getting disappointed. Then I fell in love with this radio station called CD 101.9, which is a jazz radio station. Okay. So, but then, like, Ronnie Jordan released the album from the Blue Note as mm. the first one from the States, and then this one featured MC. Okay. Monster, yeah. Yo, um, DJ Spinner is one of the best remix fucking producers. Oh, one of the best remix creator. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. creator. Uh, he, he, to me, is uh, so instrumental in the sound that would become like underground hip hop. Like, oh, yeah. It's like him, Sean J. Period, Super Dave West. Uh, who else? Yeah, they don't get it. It's, it's easy yeah. to say Primo and Pete right, Rock. Primo right. and Pete Rock, but. Yeah, these cats, I mean, yeah. just as like him and him and Sean J. Period were just like Sun. all over everything. This, the whole ruckus movement, mm-hmm. sound yeah. bombing shit, is is like largely them. And uh, the jig masses, yeah. like like uh, fucking the stakes is stakes is uh high remix. remix. Yep, yeah, the UK is single. Like, yeah. It's like him and yeah, Dilla. Yeah, I had right? the, the the UK. I actually bought that single in or, London. Yeah. Oh shit! And yeah, I had yeah. that that exclusive it's remix on there. Phenomenal, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, to plug my own podcast, like go back and listen to that DJ Spin episode. Nice. I'm 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 a little drunk and I'm talking really fast on some of those old episodes, <laughs> but I still do that now when Kills I get it. excited. Word. It's 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 a, you know, he has a lot of insight into. Uh, he's been coming to Japan for like fucking twenty Shout years, you know. Yeah. So, and uh, his shows with with uh, Prince, his his mm-hmm. Prince tribute shows, his Stevie Wonder right. tribute shows. Are, are legendary and he has some really cool stories about that like nice. after stevie wonder's child was born he called right like right after while they were doing the the i think it's called wonderful mm. the, sh- the okay. name of their show and you know they put stevie on the fucking speakerphone to listen to like he, he he's a really an amazing guy man what's crazy is like he almost doesn't spin hip-hop shit anymore almost completely house yeah, so yeah. I saw him uh, at, at Vision a few years ago. It was actually the first time I met Sarasa. Okay. Um, yeah, but that was yeah almost all house. Amazing, sure. amazing show though. Huh? Yeah, he's phenomenal. This is a good choice. This yeah. is a good beat. I like that. You know, 
in, in a way, I wanted to play something that was like notable that we might not know. But there's also so many like under, underground gems, like the Dilated Shit, right, the right. Black Alicious Nia album, uh, Binary Star. And there's also like some really good standout tracks from up and coming producers at the time, like Keep It Thorough by uh, fucking Prodigy coming oh, yeah. that year, you know? And that's mm. just another one of those beats that is really good. So. If I could, uh, People Under the Stairs dropped that year, too. Oh. Zion oh. I, uh, Mind Over Matter. Uh, there, there's just like a plethora. Both Sides of the Brain by Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Also, Deltron drops this year. Mm-hmm. Um, man, there's just there's just a lot of fucking, a lot of music. Yo, I was li- going back and listening to some of those beats off of the Locks album, right? We Are the Streets. Just right. because I was like, let me check it out. And it reminded, like, there was this skit on there called Raping You Records. What? And at the end of at the end of this, because <laughs> they're, they're kind of, like, pointing the finger at Puff Daddy, right? Right. And it's like a Puff Daddy skit. And on the whole shit, like, the Raping You Records skit, the end of it, he's like, we'll be raping you, raping you, raping you, raping <laughs> you. And uh, problematic as it is now to say, me and the homies used to say that to each other all uh, the fucking crazy. time. So, yeah, don't do that, man. Good work. <laughs> Uh, before we get out of here, because uh, I think we're about done, I got a question that I want to posit to you guys um, that I was asked by the homie Cake, uh, Chocolate Cake, who's, right. you know, that, that's, our, that's our guy, Chocolate Cake. Cake this. And, um, and what he asked me was, let me pull us into some more some more beats. Actually, let me see if I got some DJ Spinner beats. Maybe I do. Here we go. DJ Spinner. There we go. DJ Spinner. But um, he asked me this question the other day. He said, "What, uh, which decade do you prefer, the 90s or the 2010s, meaning the last 10 years? Okay. And he's, he, the, basically, the way he phrased it was like, if you could only have one of those decades, which one would you choose? And the choice could only seemed, have one. Yeah. Only music from one of those, and only specifically hip-hop music from one of those, is I think what he was trying to get at, right? But I, it, you know, um, for me the choice is kind of easy because I don't think I would ever want to. I'm, I'm a '90s, you know, right, that's right. my formative years. I don't think I would ever want to go without hearing '93 mm-hmm. till infinity and some of these formative formative records for me. I need right. to hear all that mm-hmm. woo, so I wouldn't want to lose it. But what's interesting about the question is that now. There is so much more music right. that comes out. Almost in one year of of hip hop releases in the 2010s is more than you get through the whole through decade the entire 90s. Of the Absolutely, 90s. yeah. In in 2018, I was keeping track of all the new hip hop albums that I was listening to. Right, and a majority of them I thought were good to great. Mm-hmm. Right. 172 records I listened to that year. So much more accessible now. I mean, right. yep. it used to be you, in the 90s, you had to have a record dealer. You had to have access to a studio. Right. Now, everybody, you have a laptop. Right. You can have a studio. Even in those last years where people started making underground, independent shit with four-track recorders, not nearly right. as much. Right. You know, you would have, like, the. I told them the only way that it would really make sense to me, like, like uh it, as far as like release number wise is if i only got hip-hop from the 10s and i got every genre of music from the 90s mm, because maybe then you maybe get that all, you get sense, all the, right? the indie rock you get all the pop music that was mm-hmm. great you know mm-hmm. your four non-blondes and shit that you yeah. would like you know yeah. you, get, you get all that stuff right but man it what a 
what a fucked up position to be in. Like, you know, like because I you think make somebody choose. I, I really do think and, and I don't know if you guys are as up on modern hip hop as I am. I listen to a lot of new shit. A lot of my favorite artists right now are new young artists, you know, in okay. the early 20s. Right. I really do think right now we are in a fucking the the a golden age of hip hop music. And I don't think we've had a golden age and a golden year since probably be about 95. Okay. okay. You know? And th- th- sure, like 2000 right, is right. a good year. 99 is a good year. It's a good to great year. But right now, the sheer number of fucking albums is fucking crazy. There's so much good music. And I'd probably say 2018 was one of the stronger years. I think uh-huh. we were damn that year and right, right. You know, Kanye or some shit. But, yo, there is so much fucking good music right now that... I don't even need to listen to artists that I listened to, uh, you know, 20 years ago. I still like Driver. Mm. I still like Aesop. I still like a lot of these guys, Evidence and shit. Okay. Even if I didn't have those guys, the new cats, Quelle, Chris, Open Mike, these guys are mm. fucking super dope. I'm with it. So, word, man. I, I don't know. What will you guys choose? Shout to out to the new guys. The 10s or the 90s? What? Uh, same 90s. as you, uh, yeah. just just the the sheer influence that that it had on me. I wouldn't right. be me if I didn't have right. the nineties. Right. So I guess that's a question. Could I still be me, right? Without the nineties, if 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 I can still be who I am right now, then yeah, maybe I'll take the two thousand tens because there's a lot going on. Right. But the problem is, like, I wouldn't be able to appreciate the, t- the music the now if I didn't have the nineties roots. You're right. So. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Mm. Word. Shout out to Cake for that, man. Um, let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Why don't you guys uh, plug plug the uh, the the new radio show and then we'll 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 record an intro together afterwards. All right, I'm with it. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, let us know. Okay. Let us know your social media if you want people to get in contact with yeah, you. Yeah. So also where to follow um, you guys. So definitely both uh, uh, DC3 uh, Somiaku and I are uh, part of a an amazing new movement called World Living Room Radio. Uh, easy to find on Instagram uh, at World Living Room Radio. We have DJs. From literally across the world, every continent except Antarctica has a DJ that is live streaming via the WLRR platform Mm. uh, throughout the week. Um, So my man Somiaku, uh, he's got his show, The Breakdown, named after the legendary Coins Night, playing at uh, 8 p.m. Tokyo time every Friday night. That's currently, I think, 7 a.m. NYC. Uh, My show is uh, the Up and Down show with uh, DJ Tag. Uh, every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Uh, here in Tokyo, 6 a.m. Tokyo, 6 a.m. New York City, 11 a.m. London. Um, but anyways, if, if you navigate to your, your IG to World Living Room Radio, you can get all the schedules. We stream live on both Mixcloud and uh, Facebook and Instagram, depending on the artist. But the key platform is Mixcloud.com slash live slash World Living Room Radio. Uh, please check it out. Tight. We'll put a link in the uh, podcast here Tight. so you can find us. That's why I'm getting Rory's ass in here to help guest host, man. He knows how to <laughs> fucking handle this type of shit. Word. Uh, we fucking mega late show. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Like, share, subscribe. Tell all your people about these guys. Uh, definitely check out their live uh, streaming DJ content. And just pay attention to shit in the future, man. Keep your eyes open, your wallet in your front pocket. Mega late show. Mega late show. Mega late show. Peace. Cheers.